KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a brand new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Frost Nixon is a spellbinding film version of Peter Morgan's play about the 1977 televised confrontation between the English talk show host David Frost and the former president who had resigned in disgrace three years before. Frank Langella plays Nixon, and he has most of the pieces of his performance in place from the start. The seizing intelligence, the ponderous physicality, the icy cunning, the alternate layers of stiffness and charm. Still, it is a performance and a fairly circumspect one for a while. But then, toward the end of the extended interviews, Michael Sheen's Frost closes in on what he hopes will be the fallen president's first mea culpa in the nightmarish sequence of events that came to be known as Watergate, and something remarkable happens. Langella, the actor, starts to vanish, and he's replaced in pitiless close-ups by the spectral presence of a once-omnipotent chief of state contemplating the nature of his deeds and the depth of his fall. Close-ups are indispensable to the film, which was directed by Ron Howard, as they were to the original TV interviews. The reductive power of the close-up is how it's put by Sam Rockwell in the role of James Reston, Jr. He's one of the writers and journalists hired by Frost to shore up his production team. That power can cut every which way. TV's greatest sin is that it simplifies and diminishes, as Reston notes. But he also says rightly that Frost succeeded in getting, and I'm quoting here, for a fleeting moment what no investigative journalist, no state prosecutor, no judiciary committee or political enemy had managed to get. Richard Nixon's face, swollen and ravaged by loneliness, self-loathing and defeat. What Ron Howard gets is the density and complexity of Peter Morgan's screenplay. Frost Nixon does more than dramatize the high points of the TV interviews. In the frantic run-up to the recordings and during the early videotape sessions, the film gives us the collateral drama of a talk show host, accustomed to celebrity chatter, trying desperately to play the role of a serious journalist. In the early exchanges, Nixon outmaneuvers his adversary at every turn. Frost may have been fed the right questions by his handlers, but he can't assert himself long enough to pose them. In the face of Nixon's self-serving evasions and crafty ramblings to run out the clock... Yet Frost-Nixon becomes a battle of wits between two adversaries who turn out to be fully worthy of one another. Both men are desperate to succeed. Frost needs to revive a sagging career by selling an expensive, problematic production that he's been forced to finance in large part out of his own pocket. Nixon needs to start the long process of rehabilitating himself, and he's been reassured by his handlers that Frost is an amiable lightweight and will be a pushover. Untruer words have seldom been spoken, unless to Sarah Palin, about Katie Couric. 
Michael Sheen, a brilliant actor in his own right, grows his character from a bright-eyed social butterfly to a gimlet-eyed interrogator who finds his focus and the courage to go with it. Rebecca Hall is David Frost's beautiful girlfriend, Caroline Cushing. Oliver Platt is the quick-witted ABC newsman, Bob Zelnick. And Kevin Bacon is Jack Brennan, Nixon's chief of staff. Walter Cronkite, Eric Severide, and John Chancellor are seen as themselves in brief reminders of how valuable TV news used to be. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal, back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a brand new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.